Hey guys, welcome to the Say What Podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Irene, interior designer and lifestyle architect. I've been featured on Food Network, HGTV, and DIY, and my co-host is comedian and sommelier Sam Mushman. Each week, we will dispel perceptions, discuss news that may not be mainstream, and interview some really cool people along the way. If you like the show, you can subscribe on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and positive review. Now, without further ado, let's say what... Hey, Sam. Why, hello there. Hey, How I cannot believe. I am great. I'm so excited that you are actually in the DMV. That is District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. I thought it was where, you're, I'm where not used your to- <laughs> soul goes to die when you forget to update your insurance after. I almost forgot what it stood for because I, I, I just am used to the DMV. You, know, you call from, this place the DMV? Well, because coming from Jersey, this is why it's so weird, is that it, the DMV is the motor vehicles. Uh, of course. Right. Of course, we all know that. Yeah. So that's why I got a little confused because I'm between both places. But yeah, it is the DMV, Northern Virginia, D.C. area. So it's very okay. exciting that we're taking um, Say What on the road. On the road, definitely. I woke up early this morning, wanted to get down here in time to check out a little bit of the NCAA tournament on TV. So I have a perfect bracket so far. I'm just going to make that announcement. But I think South Dakota State may lose. So then I'll be out of it. Sports fans know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying I... Did you hear about that contest? That guy is offering a million dollars for a perfect, yeah. perfect bracket. I'm, tra- I'm telling you, I submitted four brackets. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not messing around. And, and you think that's funny? There's people submitting like 50 to I try bo- to get this. I don't and even know what that means. That's how I know what a bracket is. means, but I don't know how to do it. You just it. have to pick whatever teams from the first round you think are going to win all the way to the end. And if you pick every game right, which no one's like ever done, then some guy is apparently ready to give a million dollars away. I mean, I'll, you that's know, awesome. Yeah. Well, that's very exciting. I hope you win. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a big, it's a big time for Sam because he's a. Uh, he was a college basketball player. Just trying and to relive the dream, you know? He's very tall. Absolutely. Six, How six. Tall? six, six. Six foot six. But who's counting? Also, quick little highlight uh, the Say What podcast is officially on iTunes. So oh, I'm so excited, we were, Sam. We were teasing you in the beginning, and uh, now we're now we're actually there for real. Which so. is great. So please follow, listen, comments, feedback, all that good it's stuff. Say what? Say with what? Ex- with an exclamation point, and then <laughs> podcast on iTunes. So say what podcast, and please go and, like you heard in the introduction, rate and review the show. Tell us what you love about the show. More importantly, tell us what you think needs to be improved. Tell us why me and Yvette sound like an unhappy married couple of 25 <laughs> years. Tell us your thoughts Let us we'd know. love to hear Absolutely. and then we can argue about that so anyway without further ado i'm very excited because oh, someone yeah. that is very close to me a very good friend of mine is on the show today hi jing hi guys i'm very excited because jing is an amazing immigration attorney i was going to ask this question but i think we clarified attorney or lawyer but you prefer well yes attorney I, they're the same thing same yeah. thing yeah. it's well, like it's that like, commercial where it's like am i a ghost or a spirit and like the whole joke wait, is wait, it's wait. the same thing right but you know what people call me a designer or a decorator and i don't like the word decorator Ooh, at i would not all. like decorator it, it, no, no, it's no, like no. Yeah, yeah i'm like no i'm a designer because i feel like I, I don't know a whole lot about design but i feel like a decorator is insulting also um i realized that in the film world too another mm-hmm. one is videographer is not good videographer right. is apparently like an amateur thing it, it's it's film director or director oh, right, right, right. Uh, that makes like, sense yeah, yeah like yeah. um yeah so I, I like to be mindful of those things because yeah. my entire life my name has been botched and like all that stuff so i like try to be mindful everyone called yeah, me you start with a y and a v there you go you they're know, like eastern, eastern europeans literally, literally putting constants next to each other v, yet a v my whole life i was traumatized by no one pronouncing my name but that's well, a story for a different day <laughs> absolutely <laughs> welcome 100%. to my world <laughs> 
right. Jing, right? Jing, thank you so much for coming on the show. And it's really, you know, um, something that we've wanted to dive more into. But I think, you know, me and Yvette both having some sort of basic level of self-awareness, wanting to really have an expert on to talk about what has really been going on since the Trump administration, you know, has kind of come into play. But before we even do that, more so just about yourself, um, obviously, like we said, an immigration attorney, how you kind of got involved in the career, what inspired you, all that good stuff. And I'd like to also find out more about Jing because I know she's lived in other countries. Like she's from Thailand. Right. But originally she, from Thailand. Yeah. So tell us. You tell us. Also, I'm sorry. How did you guys meet? Because that's how you kind of wanted to, you know, oh, yeah. dive into this as well. Do you now, want the I, true story or, or the one we, <laughs> we tell people? I want the real deal. Holy <laughs> I want you to break this down. Let's get into it. So right, there's but, this app. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. It's called Grindr. It's so funny. The two of you. Maybe this should be and the Jing and Sam Som show. You both swipe right. Jing. You saw those beautiful blonde locks and Jing. You're like, I want some of that. So you hit right. And next thing you know, Grinder notified you that, hey, guess what? I don't even know There's what Grinder means. I've never accepted. No. I don't even. I know the move grinding on the dance a, floor. It's not even a oh great. It's not even a great um, uh, association because it's actually it's it's the gay version of Tinder. So oh, it's, it's I for, wouldn't even know that. Yeah. Very, never, very aggressive. If you think Tinder is aggressive, Grinder. I've never next been on level. Tinder. Yeah. And well, I start, you know. The gay community does not play. They're, 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 <laughs> they're, they're there for business only. You know, <laughs> business, which is their pleasure. So, you know, you got to be careful. Interestingly enough, just because I have a lot of gay friends, so um, gay, gay men in D.C. find love on Tinder. Yeah. On Tinder, not yes. on Grinder. Grind. Is it Grinder or Grinder? Grinder, G R I N D R. Oh, R, not ER. Mm, okay, right, okay, right. okay. So, so they they find. Um, I feel like this is a whole other show that we could talk about. Yeah, so well, yeah. well <laughs> just gonna edit this out later. I Everyone's guess. like, "Can we just get to the immigration?" <laughs> no, show? I don't think people are thinking that. I think people want to know why Jing is so fixated on the idea of grinder. So, Jing, no. please continue. <laughs> Maybe we're not going to talk about well, the Trump you administration. Well, you would be surprised how many people, um, you know, get uh, married through online dating now. I mean, a lot of my clients meet online. Oh, yes. yes. Well, but do you remember course. back in the day? I don't know if you would remember this, Sam, because we do have a difference between millennial and Generation X, but we will get into that another day. Um, but back You get in, the point, though, guys. We get the point. So back in my Generation X... And I don't know if you're Generation X. I don't Jane. know. I'm not sure officially, but I know I am. And mm. back in the day, oh my God, it was like creepy. If you if you met someone online, it was a creepy like axe murderer. You would never do it. Everyone thought you're a wacko. You you were desperate. Like that's well, literally my, how we grew up. MySpace kind of started to make that a little bit acceptable, but still, it was like, oh man, if you're meeting people on MySpace, like guy, wh- what are you doing? Right, what right. Doing? It's like, are you that desperate? Like yeah. what? So it's right. so interesting how it's completely changed. Where it's like everyone. I mean, you know, I had a friend say to me like, it's so important to, like it's so much better to meet people because it's like a screening process because if you just meet sure. someone like out and about or in a bar you really don't know what you're dealing with but if you're on these apps no i don't think it makes a difference but I, yeah i don't know because i was married for a long time and now you know mm-hmm. i just yeah i have a boyfriend. but i get yeah. someone to tell me that if i'm gonna find the love of my life i want to have the biggest pool pool of of a oh, pool people to yeah. pick from yes right so why should i um subject myself to my brother's friends or my mm-hmm. co-worker yes. friends or my you the know setup. whatnot so why why don't i just you know 
Yes. I already see you being the, being the uh, type of gal just going on, you know, five first dates in one week. Oh, just my God. Like, no, you no, have no, like, no, you have no, a, no, no. Uh, you have a clipboard. You're like, all right, listen, if, if you answer these questions correct, we can move on. If not, I got a four o'clock, so you better, you better, you better hurry the hell up. I don't know She's what to tell you. She's a businesswoman. Girl I'm power. A, I'm, hashtag. A, I'm an immigration lawyer. Time is money. Tell me, tell me about yourself. We'll move this process along. Hashtag nicely. girl boss. Yeah. So, but, so this yeah. is how we met. So we can just get to yeah, this yeah. amazing story is that we met through a um, co-working space in the DM in Arlington, Virginia, because I have an office in DC, the DC area in New York. Mm-hmm. So I had this co-working space in DC, and that's where I met Jing. And you know who was really the bridge? So was Pauly. Your dog. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Because he was in love with He's her. He's an ambassador. He's an ambassador. And now that now she's like she's like Auntie Jing, and like mm-hmm. she he would prefer her over me, and it's like a whole yeah. thing. Actually, now we just call him our dog because yeah. she watches him a lot. Yesterday I story. called Yvette and I said, "Thank you for taking care of our dog today." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And Jing, it shows a lot about her character that she is this really tough girl boss lawyer, but she is so compassionate and she loves my dog. So, so now we know how you guys. Let's dive into yeah, her. How we came together. Um, yes. Immigration law, just, I mean, from the beginning, how, how did you get into it? How did, you know, this whole thing kind of come to be? And yes, and New Zealand. So yes, um, a little background. Um, so I was born and raised in Bangkok, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Then I went to school briefly in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Then I went on to New Zealand, came back to Bangkok for college, and then I got a scholarship and I went to Holland. Wow. Came back here. Well traveled. <laughs> well traveled. Yeah, very awesome. cool. Very yes. cool. So um, came to the States for my second master's degree. Wow. Second. Second. Wow, Jing. And at that point, that was a. That was my my great. That was where my gray hair comes from. <laughs> <laughs> she does not. She has beautiful locks. You have no more than like five. Yeah, you can't even. You have to squint. You can't even see them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm I'm way younger, and I have like a whole. If I lift one of these, one of like this side of my head up, it's like all gray underneath here. It's really bad. By the way, um, just want to say a big fan of your show, and um, Aww, and I you. I have heard that you have a man bun. The mom- well, if you see it, but but I didn't see it today, so I'm a little disappointed. So you're disappointing the fans, Sam. I know. I mean, that's like sad. I don't understand why it's disappointing. It's technically in. I don't know how much more bun like it could be. No, you have it modified. He has like a proper, but he has a proper well, you know. like going out bun. Because here's today. the thing: at the end of the day, I'm a human being, you know. So I, I don't want to go oh, out. I'm I mean, sorry, we forgot. I'm not trying to be that guy. <laughs> And once again, Sam. I'm ganged up on, just like last week's episode. This is what this is. You know. Poor Sam. Yeah. I just take it on the chin. You have Pauly, but even Pauly's on her side. No, so he doesn't. No, he doesn't he's on Jing's side, not even my side. Yeah, he's like, I don't like your dog. He's like, I don't like you. It's the same <laughs> It's the same relationship, essentially. But it's okay. <laughs> Jing, that was great. So, Thank you. So Girl power. That's good to know. I'm glad that the bun wasn't outlandish, because I'm trying to keep it to a dull roar. So this, let's let's go back this second. Second uh, master's degree. So at this point, was this? Did you know at that point you wanted to obviously not only do law but do immigration yeah. law in particular? How did you and then, that? Like, well, how did you fall into that? Uh, actually, immigration came about from humanitarian law. Mm-hmm. I just want to practice something that does not um, benefit anyone per se. You know, just the general at large. And I feel like just because I travel a lot, I don't take sites very much. You sure. know? Yeah, um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So when I was in Holland. Um, one of my professor was um, uh, a Red Cross director, and he was so passionate about just helping people, and I was like so inspired, and I thought, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to be a humanitarian lawyer. Mm-hmm. But then I was so scared, because I feel like I was so young, I wasn't trained enough to take on anyone's cases, mm-hmm. life, and whatnot, so I kept studying. 
<laughs> when, <laughs> like I'm not, when in doubt, keep studying. She, I yes, love it. you yeah. know, I mean, I just not ready to to call a shot on anyone's life yet. Sure, sure. So I just kept doing that, and then I came here, and I um, I got my first job um, in DC. Is that where you you came right to DC? Right, I came to, to DC because I didn't know how to drive. Okay. And there are only a few cities that would allow me to um, commute <laughs> without driving. And sure. Washington, D.C. is one of them. I went to GW, George Washington nice. University. Oh, very nice. Right. So um, so immigration, because it's the closest thing to humanitarian law um, that you can do inside the country. Uh, with <laughs> asylum seekers, that's what you do when you're already here. Refugees, mm -hmm. you're, you're outside of the country. They're the same concept, but you have to be outside of the country to be a refugee. So... Um, I started off um, wanting to do a lot of that, but then it turned the other way towards more of a um, preventative practice. Sure. Um, because when people are already in proceedings, it's harder to get them out, mm -hmm. and, I, and, and, and you feel defeated a lot. I do take cases um, where people are not in the best situations, but it wears you down, you know? I mean, I don't like losing, you know that, Yvette. No, no, you don't. We're very, that's, we have so much in common. We're very similar in our personalities. We're both Capricorns, by the way. That's wonderful news. <laughs> I mean, if You're anyone welcome, was, Sam. <laughs> if anyone Congratulations. Was we're both Capricorns, Sam. <laughs> oh, I love it, okay. <laughs> Sorry, back to you. But I just want you to know why no, really we get along so <laughs> Yeah, it makes a lot of we sense. We get along, we understand each other. I, I think right off the bat, too, it, it is, it's interesting, um, you know, obviously the cliche thing in law is like, you know, I hate losing. I don't want to lose. But like you said five minutes earlier, you wanted to practice a law that was universal and fair to everyone or just Love trying it. to just really help people that are just trying to live better lives. And, that you know, just live, you it's know, just, just, it must be yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. And this is kind of where I think we, we I think this is where we want to go. You know, it must be tough, especially as of late. You know, I would love to hear a little bit about what your clientele on average is we're already kind of discussing that but also now with the trump administration coming in with jeff sessions you know doing um carrying out with trump some of the executive orders that have been passed and some of the repercussions of that you know a lot of there's a lot of assumption on the surface and i, right. and I think after talking to you off the mic uh jing is i think there's a lot of also misconceptions of the whole thing so can you just kind of dive into you know, how your clientele might have changed or not so much changed, the circumstance has changed right. since, uh, since you know, the last year has happened. Right. So this administration has been hard on my practice, um, on my field, as you can imagine. Um, it's, it, um, changes happen almost weekly. Mm -hmm. And um, I just have to be on, we have to be on our toes all the time, um, practitioners of immigration laws. And, um, and you just have to be prepared for the worst. Um, enforcement is ramped up. Um, they are just deterring both legal and illegal immigrants, which I find it um, disheartening. Mm. Because when you said you want people to do the right thing, mm -hmm. you should you should make the legal path um, still attainable. Yeah. Right. So. And, and and a lot of it seems like you know Congress hasn't passed any of this no. that has been put in front of them. But one thing the Trump administration has. <laughs> done to a almost exhausting level so far, especially in the beginning, that the Obama administration had not done, at least for, again, I don't know, I don't really know what I'm talking about, right. but this is just what I see on the surface, right, right. is the executive order notion. Right. You know, a seven of the executive orders, I think, that Trump has passed are immigration-based, and these are all little facets of immigration, whether it's taking away programs that give, it seems like, people that are going to get deported one last chance to see what they're doing, or whether it's notions of making it less, um, less 
strict of what it takes to arrest somebody right. that could be an illegal immigrant. It seems like a lot of these things have been processed through an executive order. Is the, How is that made it tough because it seems like without that i would assume you know there wouldn't be as much of these restrictions yet based on congress's response to everything well the truth is um he's got the power mm. you know um, as an executive branch as a leader of the executive branch um, they have the power to regulate this right i mean a lot of some of the executive orders are still now being litigated. You know, the, the ban, the Muslim ban. You might have seen that in the news. Yeah, I definitely remember seeing that. Right. DACA, yeah, um, Deferred Action for Childhood yeah. Arrivals, yeah, these yeah, are for children. Yes. You know, those are still being litigated. But um, so that's why these things are easy for, for this administration to implement right away. This is, you know, his, his main campaign um, promise. And um, he's just being delivering on that. Um, for me, on 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 our end, on the practitioners end, um, the the enforcement, the deportation, rounding up of people, rates, and all that, that are just um, indiscriminate at this point. You know, mm. it used to be focused on people with criminal records, serious criminal records. Mm. Right, right. Um, and now it's just anyone um, who are here. Well, I think it's sad. I know you and I talked kind of off, off air, so right. to speak, about you know how this is happening when people are just, you know, there could be an abused woman that's, she's afraid to go to court now to, to right. press charges against her husband mm -hmm. because she might be out of status or illegal, right. and she's going to be de deported. It, like they're not, So she's, she's staying in an abusive relationship. Like, it's crazy, right. you know? Right. It's really sad, actually. So, I mean, yeah. I do agree, though, that I think that if that if somebody, I think anybody, whether you're from this country or not, anyone that's doing something har doing harm to this country should be dealt with accordingly. So if you're a citizen, you, you're dealt with according to the law. If you're if you're not a citizen and you're here illegally, right. one billion percent. I don't think you should have a trial. I don't think you should. You, if it's found without a shadow of a doubt, I feel like you should be sent back because why well, should it be our problem? You know, and it's not okay if you're coming to this country, then you should come to this country with the right intention. You know, just like if I was going to Mexico, I should go with the right intention. Mm -hmm. That's well, just how I feel. Well, I mean. Um, define harm <laughs> as lawyers. Well, I'm like murder, rape, right, right, like, serious, like, serious like, like a, you know, molesting right? children. Like, I mean, I think that's why. Why should they even have a trial here? Like, if there's without a shadow of a doubt that that's what they're doing, they've raped a woman, they've killed somebody, they should be sent back and dealt with in their own country for sure. I don't think there should be any like any like because in this country, right, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. Right. Why should they even have that option if if we know for a fact, like if they're if they're caught red-handed doing it? I just feel like there's a criminal justice system, so they have to. <laughs> go through the court system to make sure that you know they're being punished for whatever crimes they've committed then they get deported now as being <laughs> as Yvette's friend I harp on her a lot about <laughs> immigration I'm like you have no idea what's happened mm -hmm. but I yeah. love hearing this because I'm <laughs> yeah. so much more knowledgeable and I think this is what's so great about this podcast Sam is because I have the inside scoop and the inside track on this and I'm mortified by the things that I hear from you it's like what because I think as as Americans like we hear what what we're supposed to hear right we don't know what Jing knows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the the, the two examples that jump out to me is mm -hmm. that's example with women that aren't coming forward about being in abusive relationships because of the new immigration restrictions are scared of, of having anything come to the forefront of making them a potential... Um, so you know, sad. person to now get deported with the new administration. Another example of that I was reading was, you know, just I mean, people aren't getting their health care checks anymore. I mean, a lot of these Im immigrants that are that are innocent, like, like right. let's, let's so put sad. let's put the murderers and the rapists yeah, to yeah. a category to the side for right. a second, and let's right. look at the also um, you know increase of of just immigrants that have been arrested and stuff that and, and that have been more timid now, right? Because right. of and, and these are some of their actions that show it. It's like this is a great 
great country when you can live in it freely, you know, right. and it, it, it's, it takes a lot away when you're too scared to get a health care check. That's so right. sad. Well, the That's thing so is, right, like if if you're the only crime you've committed is to be here illegally. And I feel like immigration law is so arbitrary, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. yesterday it might not be illegal. Today it would yes. be legal. Yes. Um, I so I feel like if sure. that's the only thing that you did wrong, um, the the penalty, if you want to call it, the punishment is just too harsh. Right. Um, I told you that a lot about stories of, of um, women who would come here on fiance visa. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. So this is um, a kind of visa that a U.S. citizen would petition for somebody who's outside of the country. The person would enter the country with a fiance visa. They would need to marry the U.S. citizen within 90 days mm -hmm. and um, then file for a green yeah. card. So I I'm very aware of that, too. Um, my first job I ever had in hospitality, I actually dated somebody that did this. And I, and, oh, I, and I was dating this person. She was technically married because mm -hmm. she was dating a person who's a good friend, mm -hmm. guy from Eastern Europe somewhere that right. is, uh, you know, had, uh, the, the summer visa or however long his visa was expired. Right. And now essentially, and, and I'm, I just want to recap this because I want to hear you break this down in more detail, Jen. You know, sure. essentially it seems like from what I heard, they had to go to a, a lawyer or a marriage counselor and prove that they really are in love so they have to like know all these fun facts about each other and stuff yeah. like that and it ends up being like a game of like trivia where you're like <laughs> learning the backstory of each other right and, right and i look at that as you know and all the people i'm thinking of when i when i think of this these are all really amazing just hard-working people between the americans that were doing it right. and the people from overseas trying to get citizenship you right. know so um yeah just like i mean i guess how much of that could tarnish the almost good reputation of a lot of these immigrants because I don't look at that as like a crime obviously a heinous crime you know that's right, not a, right, not a heinous right, crime right right you know? if, if I may if I may just um, go back a little bit yeah, into yeah, yeah. that specific kind of visa because that gets abused a lot oh yeah um, so so with that fiance visa you're supposed to enter the country marry the guy within 90 days mm -hmm. and you can only become a green card holder you can become a permanent resident through a marriage with that US citizen mm -hmm. that's it of course, there are exceptions to that rule if you're being bad, if you're battered and whatnot, if you can um, um, prove that, that you've been abused. Um, so we see a lot of cases where um, the U.S. citizen would take away her passport, mm -hmm. marry her within 90 days and never file anything and just say, behave or I'll come, I'll, I'll, I'll get immigration That's to come tragic. get you. It's like tragic. That's so sad. The immigrant's sad. like a house pet. Instead of being able to run to the police, and, and seek help and um, and get a restraining order against their own husband. Now they're being picked up for being here illegally. And um, and and ICE, which is the immigration police, um, is now doing enforcement actions, which means picking up people at courthouses. You know, so it deters a lot of, of um, undocumented or people who may not have main been maintaining proper status to come forward um, to serve as a witness in a criminal case, you know, or, or this kind of case. And, and it now is helping the bad people doing the bad things by suppressing the victims and That's the, so the witnesses. But so I have a question, though. Do you, th I don't know, this is mm -hmm. what I'm asking. Do you see cases where, so sad that that happens to the right. women because it's like imprisonment. It's horrifying. It's right. terrible. No one should ever. It's like it's disgusting to me. One thousand percent. But are these women? There's no but. Period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> are these women coming here because they're really in love with this guy, 
or are they coming here for the opportunity in America? Not that it makes a difference of how they should be treated. I'm just asking in general. Like, well, do you see? Do you see? Do you really see the couple, the, the woman that's like, oh my god, I love him. He's my life. I can't wait to spend this life. And then they're like prisoners. Or do you see these women that are like faking it? Or do you see a bit of both? Or is what's what? What do you see more? Well, the the cases that I have done um, would be people. Who, well, the requirements is that you must have met in person, and if not, there must be like an international broker um, who match you up and whatnot. I've never done the international broker kind of case before, so I always take cases that um, I know that the U.S. citizen has been to the the country of um, his fiance or fiancee, mm-hmm. um, and they have met in person okay. and whatnot. So those are cases that would result in a green card af- afterwards, because these are like you know um, cases where they retain a lawyer and they they work you through with this. Sure. And then there are, there are people who come to me. Um, um, in hiding, pretty much, you know, call and just say, like, please help, oh. you know, uh, what do I do? And, and I was literally going to ask you about how, like, those, that type of client ha- has that increased now as of late as well. No, or no, it's always been. no, it has always been like that. And, and, and I don't blame the, the visa category. I blame the abusers. Oh, yeah. You know, so, sure. so um, you, you can have the best intentions um, to have this family unity being able to have your fiance come into the country so that mm-hmm. you know you can plan your wedding and get married within 90 days and then you have all these abusers who are who are pretty much um enticing this this women are, some of them are like 20 years younger mm-hmm. you sure. know than the u.s citizen counterpart so um <laughs> i mean i travel and every time I land into a new country, I'm like, wow, this is this is exciting and scary. To think about these girls, you know. I mean, being yeah. out of the country for the first time, probably don't speak English. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's got to be definitely. I mean, I don't know if fetish is the right word, but there's definitely a a a need for some of the guys that are abusing this for just control. Yes. Know? It's almost yes. a fetish of control. Yes. Right. It's this it's yes. this dominance of like based on the laws that are here and, right. and what is going on. Ability you know? to speak English, understand the law. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, it seems like people that seem to like to be in control of somebody which is a lot of people out there Mm -hmm. especially in a relationship setting you know this is a perfect thing for them to try to take advantage of and they don't even bat an eye to it right now so when i talk about that the reason why i brought it up is because um prior to this administration if i get a call like that and it i mean you know i don't get that kind of calls very often right but if it happens then i would say you know, go ahead and report this to the police. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead and get a restraining order, whatnot. You know, we can help you, and all this and that. Now it's different because you cannot even advise them to do that anymore because it's the it's the victim yeah. who could be picked up and detained and deported. You know, so so the kind of advice that you're willing able to give under this administration has changed, and it's just yeah. unfair. And a lot of it's got to be like, well, you can't do this now, can't do this because this could lead to that. It, right. A lot of it ends up right. being, well, just keep laying low. I guess. Right. Like kind of just yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? Wild. Like, what do they do? Like, what is the answer? I mean, just you know, stay put, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it depends on the jurisdiction, too. I mean, there are some states, you know, well, we, you've heard about California being. Oh, yeah. Right. Really, yeah. So um, it depends on, on the environment that you're in. A lot of the yeah. states are obviously fighting back to right. a lot of these, um, these executive the orders, which is great. Because because it really interferes with their um, criminal justice system, you know, and keeping peace. Like you don't want um, a police officer to also be appearing like an immigration officer, 
mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, yeah. Right. And in California, they they did pass they, that. Well, well uh, yeah. according to California, they did. So now, if they pull someone over, they can't even ask them if they're illegal or or they can't ask their status. Well, but if you're in Arizona, <laughs> then it's different. It's right, like, right. But in California, yeah. they can't. Which right, is a right. big like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, now we, we we've talked a little bit about the um marriage uh, visa and, mm-hmm. and all that. Um, on your day to day, right, like your 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 typical client right. on a week to week basis, what is the category that seems to be the most of an issue right now yeah. with um, either immigrants currently in this country, people trying to get in, whatever it may be. It's always facts-based. It's never about the, the type of, mm-hmm. of visa category. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the weaker the, ca- the, weaker the facts, you know, the harder it's going to be. Um, a lot of people still want to invest and open businesses in the United States. Sure. I get uh, calls, calls like that all the time. Um, These are people that aren't legal yet. Obviously, no, or, no, or no. They are. They're they're here, you know, yeah. um, uh, on a different visa category. Maybe a student who wants mm-hmm. to open a business, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot. So um, I get a lot of that. People are still looking to to be here, um, but they're just more cautious now about you know how 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 hard it would be mm-hmm. and and how long can they do it for. I I have a couple of questions too, sure. Jing. Like. Um, one of the things I I feel like a lot of people, including myself, is, is is they say, well, why is there why are all these problems with with immigration? And then you and I, you sent me, right. you know, you sent me straight on this because again, we know what we know, right? right. So it's like, well, I don't get it. You know, w- this whole country was founded on immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like my family, they were immigrants. You know, like right. we all are. So what's the problem? Like we love immigrants. That's the foundation of this country. We're the melting pot. Blah blah blah. So a lot of people say, you know, what about? Well, why can't we go back to the way it is at Ellis Island? It was at Ellis Island. You know, like mm-hmm. you have to have a j- promise of employment. You ha- can't have a disease. You have to make sure that you have a place to stay. You know, right. you're, you're entering legally, and you know, you're speaking the. Ultimately, you're learning. You're, you're speaking the language. You're learning like certain talking points. I mean, right. I every law from Ellis Island from back in the day. But a lot, of, I think, a lot of people are like, why can't it be like that? And you had said to me. But it is. But like it that. is like that. It you is. Know, and, and I think mm-hmm. it's a misconception, don't you, Sam? Like that, a lot of people have is that we think, what's the big problem with Ellis Island? Like, like, what's the big problem with immigration? When back in the day, like that's how my family came over. I mean, I, when I would assume, and again, I don't know any more than you know, Yvette, on this topic. But like my immediate assumption, so maybe this is the assumption of other Americans that aren't well versed in this topic, is just the sheer numbers are getting to the point where. You know, especially you see a lot of this in middle America, you know, it's just an easy thing to point your finger at when mm-hmm. you're having a hard time getting a job and you feel like, you know, it's just now you start blaming industries that have been di- dying for the last yeah. 20 years. Like, well, we got to bring back coal mining. And we think that's the the preconceived notion of a lot of the ignorance. Right. Yes. And we um, don't know. Well, nobody know. Nobody says actually there is a vetting process. It's, there is it's a just the process, fact that you know? it's just the fact that, you know there's only so much room in this country for everybody. So there's, I think, a deep-rooted insecurity in a lot of Americans that are either currently unemployed or not happy with their job. There's a deep-rooted insecurity that these people come, uh, people coming over from other countries are probably in the top 10% of either education-wise or skill-wise in whatever right. trade it is right. in their country. And I think it's very much an intimidation factor. I think there's a lot of yeah. uh, unskilled Americans that are just like, at the end of the day, they don't know how to admit it cognitively, but they're right, like, right. this person's better than me. <laughs> this person is better at this task than me. And it's like, and, and then it's like, oh, well, I was born in this country. This person wasn't. And now you have 
a, a bias and now you have a, a, essentially um, now you have a prejudice that right. and that's how prejudice is, is born overnight it's based on somebody's insecurities right, you know which right. you know so um, I mean what do you I, I, I guess so yeah. I have I have two two stories to tell yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, please please uh, my first <laughs> in my in my first um, job I uh, I met this guy he's a client he was a client um, he's from South America he graduated with a bachelor's degree in some engineering field. I don't remember exactly. Um, he was working to remove asbestos from buildings. Like the asbestos lighting. Okay. Like right, yeah, yeah. Like right. The, the yeah. And then he was making whatever wage. Right. right, so that's right. what he does. And sure. and I, I, just, I just remember thinking, like, I would never want my child, like, you know, <laughs> to graduate with a bachelor's degree right. in some engineering field to be doing this. This yes. is, like, yeah. the short way to, to cancer. Sure. Yes. Right? And is there any American who wants to do this? course you right. know right. so um right. uh, they're really doing things i mean i'm not saying all of them are mm -hmm. but they really are doing things that americans aren't willing to do right. i mean 100%. i could give yes. you guys a hundred dollars an hour to remove asbestos and you would say no mm -hmm. right 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 and he's not even making a Be, because yeah. because there's the privilege there it's it's the it's the yes. you know we, we've talked about white privilege before there's also american privilege there is right. privilege of of yeah. there's always if you're from this country you don't you don't have to worry about deportation and all this other stuff there, there's always some kind of a backup plan. You don't have to risk your health in your work. Right. You can always, I mean, even flipping burgers at McDonald's is not causing health risks the way cleaning asbestos is. You right. know, so there's that backup, and a lot of immigration, a lot of immigrants don't don't have that, or and don't right. at least feel they look, have that. Look you know? at the restaurant business alone, right? right. I mean, seriously, you're mm -hmm. not gonna. I mean, that's why you know who you. Who's who's busting the tables? Who's doing like you're not getting you're not getting some some American white mm -hmm. guy or white girl that's gonna be like I'm gonna do that and that's what's so sad because yeah. they have a sense like I think there is a sense of entitlement to your point and, you and know? getting back to the point I think the asbestos one is a great example too getting back to the fear that I'm learning from you Jing right. seems to have always really been there just as much like I would have assumed the Trump administration would have heightened <laughs> this fear tenfold and I'm sure for many it has right. but um from what you're saying it sounds like with a lot of your clients, just the fear of not being able to get a healthcare checkup, the fear of even getting a driver's license, getting pulled over. And Are one you thing kidding? Healthcare, another. healthcare is something that um, it's a privilege. Um, a lot of people don't have social security number. When you don't have social security number, you can't open a bank account. You cannot get health insurance. That's it. So um, it's just. But I think health insurance is an issue for everyone. I know it's an issue for myself owning my own business, right. and you too. You know, right. Jane, you own right. your own business, and Sam, you like, right, you right. Know, it's it's it's. I mean, I think healthcare is just an issue in and of itself, and mm -hmm. I don't think that healthcare. I think healthcare across the board should be equal to everyone. Meaning, like if. If some people, whether you're an American or not, mm -hmm. get it for free, then everyone like it can't. You can't pick and choose because some person makes X Y Z money and some person has, or someone has health insurance and someone doesn't. It's not fair. I, you know, I think across the, I think there's a. We've talked about this too. There's a big issue with healthcare in general. You know, I, I mean, feel like it's the the price you pay for being a first world country. Right. Yeah. 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 That's no, true. I, I just want to also um, talk about the other story. I, yes. Um, Tell yeah. us. So um, I ran into this old friend of mine and uh, we started talking. This was years back. And um, he said to me, he said um, he believed that every American should be employed before the first immigrant should get a job. What? Who said this? Uh, he's an old friend. Uh, a friend um, of your okay. Right. And and that was the first time I ever heard it and then I keep hearing it more often mm -hmm. afterward. Mm -hmm. And I you know, I thought about it and I said, Wow, it's way to be competitive. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, you speak the language. You know, you know the landscape. You don't need immigration paperwork. You don't need sponsorship. Yet you're scared out of an immigrant. Like we said, that person, that deep-rooted insecurity. Are right? these people that are in the top 10% of their country in whatever trade, are they better than me at this? You know, right, it's like, right. no, well, if we put this. And, and if they are, great. You know why? Because they're going to drive the economy. They're going to yeah. drive. And they're going to well, create, in turn, to. more opportunities right. for Americans if we just let, in certain facets, if there's an immigrant that's better at this task, yes. you let them take the wheel. Yeah. Exactly. And because Why? they did brilliant things in, in, in their country. Percent. We all know the amount of stories of the of the best brain surgeon mm-hmm. from a third world country that comes over here mm-hmm. as now cleaning bathrooms. We, we know how many of those are out there because the opportunity is just squandered. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. If we let a lot of these people take the wheel in certain areas of expertise, it would make us as a people better yes why be why be scared of of people who are greater than you you should celebrate them you should be like yes let's do this you know the thing is like you just imagine it though it's just that it's just a tough sell it's a tough sell to a lot of people a lot of a lot of bitter americans a lot of angry americans a lot of people that are just really unhappy about how things turned out and there's a level of ignorance there that's really hard to sell them on this concept and that's where really that's where the wrong really begins i think but also i think don't you it's kind of according to category i think because like Mm -hmm. how come no one has a problem with the foreign sports the foreign sports cars you know what i mean like how come not not, how come everyone's like you know not like pumping up ford or pumping up you know like Mm american-made company like i think it's specific it's like they have a problem with immigrants that are doing certain jobs in america but we don't have a problem saying Italians have the best fashion or yeah. Germans it, have the best cars uh, or you know what I mean? Like, is it possible because the government is pulling out this propaganda that immigrants are bad, you know, right. which is like a shift um, in, in how the country sees immigrants as right. a whole. You know, we used right. to we used to feel like this is the melting pot and right. immigrants drive yeah. economy and, you know, yeah. we're going to grow together. And now. They but are. it's only in certain yeah. areas, right? That it's okay for the immigrants to be like. Well, I, I think the propaganda gets back to. I mean, how did the Trump administration get in office in the first place? Obviously, we all knew watching that campaign mm-hmm. that with the immigration policies that they preached on the campaign trail, we knew that obviously at most they would execute ten to twenty percent of that, and that's still a scary amount, right? But what I think what it, what's funny here is how mutual the fear is. How mutual the fear is for immigrants that don't know their status in this country now and the more of an ignorant fear for Americans that have been unemployed for a couple months too long and they right. don't know where the opportunities are going to go moving forward. So so instead of, of questioning yourself, what can I do to get a job? What courses should I take? Should I move to a different state where there are mm-hmm. more jobs? Mm-hmm. You know, you sit there and you say they mu- it must be the immigrants' fault. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I mean, that's, that's how I look just at it. It's wild. I said this to you, I think, before the interview. I'm going to just circumference it real quick. I just thought, I mean, I was reading a really great piece that you sent me, and some numbers just kind of jumped out at me where, you know, there's been since Trump till the end of this past year, uh-huh. there was like something like 100,000 to 110,000 arrests on immigration, and it was about 35% more than when the Obama administration was involved. But right. what was also interesting was 
35,000 of those 100 to 110,000 were people with no criminal background. So again, I got a C minus an algebra one, but these numbers are <laughs> just basic that math. That's not my forte. Basic math is telling me someone that doesn't know a lot about <laughs> this is, is, well, there's been an additional 35% of arrests mm -hmm. and all of those people most likely don't have criminal backgrounds. So it seems like just the one big change in a lot of the restrictions of arresting immigrants is finding loopholes to arrest immigrants that don't have a reason to be arrested. They don't need loopholes. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Because you're courthouse, you were telling me, right? Right. I mean, they don't need mm -hmm. loopholes because if you're here unlawfully, if you have, um, if you're here illegally, mm -hmm. then they can pick you up. Now, um, the problem I have with this administration is that, um, generally speaking, if you're here for two years or more you are eligible to have your case heard before an immigration judge. Mm -hmm. And now they're just doing this like super quick, you know, procedure of pick up, deport. Um, they summarily deport people without having them appear before an immigration judge um, more often now. And I told you, so I was talking to- that out a little bit. Right, right. So um, while they are accusing and, and they're right to be accusing that while, while they're accusing immigrants these people of, of violating immigration laws they're also Im violating their constitutional rights so it's mm. you see so that the ends right, right, right. come somehow justify the means for for this administration sure. and then that's a problem i have you know i mean you cannot be the standard barrier if you're also not yeah, the, 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 the administration is is violating their constitutional exactly. rights. Exactly, yeah. yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but then again, um, what really are the, um, the, the, the course that we can do to rectify this, you know, to remedy this? Sure. Um, and yeah. and yeah. of course, um, I mean, I, I don't even really want to touch on the concept of a wall. I just mm -hmm. think that's like a cartoon story at this point. But I, I think what's interesting also is obviously, you know, we used to be a certain percentage of a refugee nation, um, mm -hmm. never a leader compared to some European countries, right, but right. now where we've th that those numbers have obviously gone way down too. Um, you know, ha have you had personal experience with refugee situations and just what's your overall take on where that stands? Um, no, I don't. I don't take a lot of asylum cases, um, but I just want to say that it's disheartening when, when you promise translators in Iraq that they're gonna get um, translators for the U.S. Army, for exactly. example, that were translators, yeah. right? That that you know that they'll get paperwork, they'll get to come here as refugees, as asylees, mm -hmm. and and then you throw this at them. I mean, um, the administration has has uh, walked back on that, and they're getting better at it. But um, that's not that's not cool, you know, because mm -hmm. those people risk their lives. Wow. Um, they're turning against their own people. And they're considered in the, and, and this may sound like a dumb question, I honestly don't know, mm -hmm. they're considered in that refugee group because obviously like, like when I think of it, I think of Syria, you know, I think right. of people, but like U.S. Mm -hmm. Army translators are right. fall in that category I mean, of an unwanted refugee. <laughs> it, it did for a little bit. Unbelievable. And, and yeah. That's it did crazy. for a little bit until there were a lot of ruckus, you know. Um, right, that's yeah. crazy, though. It is, it Doesn't is. It, I, um, the people in the military, they used to have this quick path. I mean, who would you rather have as your fellow member of the community? A U.S. citizen who um, doesn't work? Just mm -hmm. live on, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, food stamps? Mm -hmm. Like welfare, food stamps. Yes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. or which we got plenty of, Jay. Yeah. Right. We got, we got yes. plenty of that. Yes. Or an immigrant who um, who is willing to serve in the military. 
and they aren't willing, they aren't getting their citizenship like the way they used to because this administration put a halt on it. It's so sad. And it's almost, I mean, to me, I feel like just because it was so harped on in in his campaign it was like it was a subliminal messaging of like it's okay to be a to, to be a lazy american we're here for you we'll, right we'll manipulate the laws a little bit we'll get cute with it and if we all come together with red hats we can figure out a way to you know you can go to all the nascar races you'll be able to follow jimmy johnson throughout the season oh right. i'm being very prejudiced right now but uh, if it's prejudiced against white people what are you gonna say I'm well white. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hold it against me. I can't be prejudiced against my own kind. Well, like, you're right. a northerner white. You're but a northern white definitely. boy. Definitely. They, they're looking at me so like. there is the north and the They're south looking thing. at me like, nah, boy, you ain't nothing like us. You ain't nothing <laughs> no, like no, us. No, 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 no. Um, but, but you get that tone in the way that that campaign happens and how right, it came to fruition. Like, right. It's a nationalistic tone, you know? And I, I understand that it appeals to, to a certain group of people. But be a human. You know, have a heart. Um you know yeah well and i also think like if you know as an as an american if if i went or you went uh, or you know to to live in another country mm -hmm. uh you know i would there would be i would want to do the right thing and i would be hustling and trying to make my assimilate myself to the country and right, you know so right. i feel like i feel like that's what happens here i think a lot of people come here and they want to be at their own pace at their own pace like that's mm -hmm. what i'm saying like if i went if i moved to china tomorrow i'm not going to be flying bye paulie <laughs> <laughs> stays we'll back visit you now. right, right. I, I love but, the idea i just real quick love the idea of uh, jing in her office like after a hard work day and she's on the call with a client and you just hear go bye all right bye phone <laughs> abruptly hangs up i'm like wow jing is not playing around yeah she don't play with some of these jing refugee don't play. cases i don't i don't she play, don't play. Jing don't play. But i'm shipping saying. 20 bucks in that plane ticket <laughs> absolute gold absolute gold. gold total gold but but you know what i mean like i feel like it's the same thing it's just you want the mutual respect like if we were to move to another country right. i feel like we would be given a certain respect coming to that country like this is what you have to do this is how you, you know, right you right move. and i feel like it should be the same in reverse like i if you're agree coming to america this is what you have to do these are the procedures and you know I, I just think it's a mutual respect i think everybody should just now now do you would you consider um violating immigration laws not respecting them because that's i think where the argument comes from oh right right, right. you know explain that if you don't mind yeah um so when you said that you should respect the country that you're in um do you are you saying that by disrespecting the immigration law by overstaying mm -hmm. by entering illegally does that uh, that's a tough one because you know what i'm not from another country so the u.s is a different i think it's a different you know it's a different country like right. everyone i don't mean this in a in a in a, in a um in a egotistical way like everyone right, wants right. to come to the u.s but a lot of people want to come to the U.S. because it's a land of opportunity, right? So, so there is a difference. If we keep going the rate we're going. It's going to start. It's going to start going on the decline. But no, no. But, but I'm as of to, right now, yes. But I'm you're just correct. trying to say, like, right? I know, I know what you're saying with that, Sam. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I don't know because I'm not. Like, maybe if I was from a different country right, right you know i would look at it i don't know what i would look at i feel like because i am so i'm american mm -hmm. you know my family's were, were immigrants right. but i'm an american right, okay right. so it's like if i was to go to mexico or if i was going to china or if i was going to germany or wherever i was or mm -hmm. africa i feel like i would need to abide by the rules and regulations mm -hmm. and and what i have to do to be in that country right? right so but i don't know i don't know on the reverse like that's an excellent question because maybe 
Well, the, I, feel I, I like don't there, know. Where yeah, there, the opportunity is it's so much greater. Well, you know? I, I think you know when you're saying? from Bayonne, there's just a little extra vetting. <laughs> there's just a little extra. It's like an extra week where they nice. just throw you in a room with a sausage right. farm and they just see what you do. <laughs> but uh, after that. No, no, but I feel like, th- and this is this is the reason why. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jing. But that's like a Jersey joke, which is funny because we're self-deprecating in Jersey. No one, no one gets it. We actually make fun of ourselves all the time. No, I, that I, was a funny I, I love the fact that you uh, you understand. I totally understood. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jing, it's okay. Oh, my God. Can I tell you this quick story? Oh, yes. my God. We when, feel it first, like we're... when it first got here, right? And, um, and, <laughs> and I'd be on Poor the street. Jing is like, can I please No, talk? no, no. It's like, I'd be on the street, and people are like, hi, how are you doing? And I did not know that you're supposed to just say fine and move on. I was like, I am good at you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you gave your whole story. Yeah. Oh, my God. Today no. was really difficult. No, no, no. You don't even know. But I was like. I remember I was in this law class, <laughs> and the prof- professor was like, did that fly? Did that argument fly? I was like looking over me. I'm like, what? Just flew? Adorable. Adorable. That's so cute. I you love guys it. have like the most slangs and whatnot. I also, too, just before we go too off the rails, because I, I feel it coming. I kind of want to get, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of really interesting stuff. I hope that this was an episode because it certainly has been for me eye-opening. So in, in, eye-opening. In a, in a topic matter that I really know even barely surface level on and about what really is the day-to-day with the the hardships in immigration but i just want to i'm just curious jing about like your your realistic outlook oh my god i have none i have i have none i am i'm living day to day this is this is need a minute to think about it just just let us know this is an honest opinion i just feel like i'm on this you know i'm glad i struck a nerve (laughs) (laughs) sam likes to do this believe me No, I'm, I'm on this mode where I'm just taking things as they come. I'm, I'm advising my clients to do the right thing all the time. I'm very um, strict about that. Sure. But but back to the questions that I posed you, Yvette, about yes. the whole like you know immigration violations. The reason why I can do what I do is because I feel like immigration law, um, violations of immigration law is not malicious. You know, you're not really hurting anyone. Right, 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 know, right. So right, I right. feel like if that's all you did wrong, people make mistakes. People don't understand the law. You are Americans, and you don't know a lot of laws, and you know. Oh, right, a thousand so, percent. So, uh, foreigners may not be right. malicious not, about. Right. Yeah. There's not intent. I mean, I mean you're, not you're talking about a country that I mean, about thirty percent of us don't know who the vice president. is. <laughs> I mean, was, His name then, is know, Pence. It's just. <laughs> That's you during the Obama years. Remember all those late night spoofs they would do? They just ask people on the street. People oh didn't know God. who Biden was. Right, they show right. a picture of Biden lost. Oh, my favorite yeah, one was, um, uh, do you know the difference between Obamacare and Affordable Care Act? And people thought they are two different things. I, I, I wouldn't, be able, to, I wouldn't be able to break it down. I wouldn't yeah. be able to explain the differences. Right. So, so if that's all you do... If that's the only um, mistake that you made, I feel like that's that's um, the punishment shouldn't be as harsh as, you know, um, treating you like a criminal. That's it. Sure. Yeah. Right. Because Which is what's happening yes. when, when just yes. for people coming in the country illegally in right. search of nothing more than a better, honest life. Right. Right, right, right. I totally agree. Or just to live. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like sometimes you, you Keep put it, it even more simple. Yeah. Right. Just right. To just, live. Yeah. Just to live. Yeah. You right, know, they're they're running away because they don't want to be in a gang. They don't. They're of age. Men of age who yes. would otherwise be forced to join a gang yes, or, yes. you know, they sell drugs. Sure, they want a better sure. life and they're willing to work for it. Right. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. 
Right. Yeah. There is. There's a huge. There's a big difference between that and people that are. Your point is, if, if like, I'm, right, not just being greedy. Yeah. Just there's like, not malintent. They're not mm-hmm. coming here to scam the government. They're not coming here to pull one over. They're not coming here to to do you know kill people and exactly. steal from people. You they're, know what? They're coming find, here to just be find them. them. Right. They're here to better themselves, and that's not a crime. Right. I, find, I, find them. Let them right. pay the penalty. You know. Um. I I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because from it's like when you don't pay your taxes on time, you get a penalty. Right. Same sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, right. Absolutely, right. yeah. I mean, th- th- there's a lot of levels to this that could be way more tame than what's trying to be passed right now. <laughs> and um, I mean, first and foremost, uh, Jing, thank you so much for just Amazing. really giving your honest and realistic insight on your day-to-day. Oh, and you're so welcome. We have to have you on. back on. Yeah. Don't you think? Of course. Sam, we have to ever weigh in on all these crazy things. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to hear so much about, you know, the the in-depth look at this because it's just so interesting. And, and it's something that I like topics like this, too, just because it's just something that so little people really have the facts on. You know, and when one right. of those topics, it, it's so important that we get content like this out there that, you know, I, m- m- me and you included just I, I feel like in the last 48 hours, we've learned so much more about so immigration much. and, you know, concepts that I thought might have been true are and others just completely not. And right. it's just like, yeah, thank you so much. You don't You're know until you know. You're amazing. Thank and you. And you should tell us how we can find you. People, the listeners can find you on your Yes, you, uh, you <laughs> do an amazing what? video series. Can you talk a little bit, a bit about that and all that good stuff? Well, She's I mean, like a star. She's like no, a YouTube star. I, I'm not. It's not even on Actually. YouTube. I have my own practice. Yes. It's in Arlington, Virginia. What's the um, name of it? Law Office of Jing Yopantong. Can you say that? If I, say it. Jing Yopantong. Whoa. There you go. Polly taught me. Polly said, Mom, don't blow this. (laughs) She'll never watch me again, and I can't have that. We should put your TV show, like, force white people to say ethnic names and just see, like, how many fails there are. Oh, my God. That would be a funny street story, Uh actually. I I have this client, and he's married to this lady who's from Africa. And you know Africans have five names, right? <laughs> and they're very difficult. And one of the questions that you always get asked is, mm-hmm. "What is your wife's name?" Mm-hmm. And he went, and this is uh, I changed this just because you know confidentiality sure, and whatnot. Sure, sure, sure. And he's like, "Sweetie." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, "No, what? What is her name?" He's like, "I've been married to her for 20 years." And I call her sweetie, and they have been married to get for twenty years. Legit, for real. like Legit. this is for yes. real, for real. Yes. Right, and right, then right. he's like, and he's like in his sixties, and I'm like, no, sir, and this is her name. And he's like, no, I call her sweetie, and her name is sweetie. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I think you were just That's talking adorable. to two people that were like in the middle of foreplay. I think that was just part <laughs> of their role play fantasy. You were just like, like you were just in the middle of that. <laughs> that could have been an option. Hysterical. Uh, as always, guys, um, this has been the Say What podcast. Uh, feel free and please, please do go to iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff, and uh, check out this episode and many more. We're going to have a lot of really amazing interviews like this. This is something that I think we both of that want to do as much of as possible and really get yes. more insight. For on sure. things going on in, in our country, in other societies that we know little to nothing about and just get the realness the of real, real. all that good stuff. Um, you can follow me, as always, Instagram, Facebook, my website, all that good stuff. It's Sam Mushman. Uh, got some good dates coming up. Um, 
March 24th and April 14th, last two days for Encore Comedy for the season, Wine Paired uh, Comedy Dinner Show. Please check it out. should be a good time. I'm also raising money for autism on April 8th at McSwiggins Bar in Hoboken. I don't think that's correct, but it's one of the Irish bars in Hoboken. Have more <laughs> details about that. It's for Play for Autism. Oh, really that's fun so nice, time. Sam. And, uh, I love that, Sam. I appreciate that. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, that's very I bet nice. what's going on. I'll support. Um, you can find me at... Yvette Irene Design is one of my handles. And, of course, the Say What podcast or YvetteIrene.com. You can feel free to email us with comments, questions. If you want to get in touch with Jing, uh, you could also email us at SayWhat at YvetteIrene.com. We're happy to forward the information to her. But we want to know about you. How can people get in touch with you? Email, something, your Facebook page, anything. We want to promote you because you're amazing and she's awesome. I'm All telling right. you, she's a we're gonna cut, shooter. We're gonna we we're gonna her. edit this off because I'm I just I'm not interested in answering people's questions. <laughs> Is that so bad? Okay. <laughs> I so swear, we might want to edit every, that. <laughs> every time I put out a video, I think we I get so edit many that. emails I and I'm like, I think it's great just to keep it and just l- l- let them so, know. So Don't hit a, me so up. The, just the appreciate my people, stuff. Yeah, like I am so. It's this is so good for us because the fact that she doesn't want anyone to contact her, everyone's gonna contact her and us. No. Please. She hates people. No. Here's what you can do. She's a hater. So please, let's talk about email. this. One more time. If you have any questions that you want us to ask Jing for you or even dive into on another episode, you can send us a question at the email. Say what at YvetteIrene.com. And that's say W-U-T at YvetteIrene.com. Com. See, I threw, I threw that her way because I wasn't 100% sure what the show email is. That shows how... <laughs> researched and well-versed i am but uh it's great when your when your co-host doesn't really know detail oriented that's a big thing they say about me well guys it's been it's it's been real i I hope we learned a lot hope we appreciate this episode until next time bye have a good one take care ciao take care